0: We could try to explain what it's like to get your work done on a John Deere mower, compact tractor, or Gator XUV. But to really understand the feeling, you just have to get in the seat. Learn more at JohnDeere.com slash get in the seat or visit a dealer near you.
1: If you're carrying too much debt, check out my best-selling course, Get Out of Debt Fast, a proven plan for debt-free personal finances. It's a comprehensive and affordable online class that gives students a clear payoff plan and the best strategies for paying off credit cards, student loans, car loans, and mortgages. So you take control of every debt you owe. Learn more at lauradadams.com. Hey friends, you're listening to the Money Girl Podcast. Since 2008, I've been bringing you personal finance and small business tips every week to build your money wisdom, wealth, and wellness. My name is Laura Adams. I'm a personal finance expert and author of many books, including my most recent title, Money Smart Solopreneur, a personal finance system for freelancers, entrepreneurs, and side hustlers. My mission for the show is to help you get the knowledge and motivation to prioritize your finances, build lots of wealth, and have more security and less stress. I create every show to make sure you come away with practical advice that will help you make better money decisions and take your financial life to the next level, Today's show was inspired by Megan S., who asks, I'm looking for advice on accounts where I can put away more money for retirement. I'm already maxing out my IRA and employer 401k. Can you recommend other accounts so I can catch up and save more for retirement? Megan, thank you. This is a great question. And congratulations on being a super saver. There are other options for investing after you max out a workplace retirement account. The best places to save will vary based on your situation, such as what's offered at your job or a spouse's job, whether you're self-employed, how much you earn, and your tax filing status. And if you have a retirement plan offered by an employer, like a 401k, 403b, 457, or a TSP, it should always be your go-to retirement account. I want you to start there. The reason is they come with relatively high contribution limits and your employer may give you free matching funds. So Megan is doing the right thing by maxing out her workplace 401k. But a common question I do hear is, what to do if your employer does not offer matching. And I'm still a big fan. Even if you don't get an employer match on your contributions, it's still the best place to invest. That's because they come loaded with benefits like convenient automatic payroll deductions. I love that automation. They give you broad federal legal protections under the Employee Retirement Income Security Act of 1974, known as ERISA, which basically doesn't allow creditors to uh, attach your account if you get into a situation where, you know, a creditor does want to collect from you. And they typically also offer free investment advice. Most investment brokerages that your plan is a part of will have a representative or an administrator that can help you choose investments if you need it. For 2023, the contribution limits for a workplace plan like a 401k or 403b have gone up. They are now 22,500 or 30,000 if you're over 50. So I always want you to max out a workplace plan when you can. Then if you're like Megan and you still have more to invest, bravo. Now it's time to turn your attention to more retirement options and other options as well that we'll cover here. Okay, so let's review 7 of the best places to put your money after maxing out a 401k. And by the way, if you don't have a job with a retirement plan, that's okay. This show will help you understand various investment options that you do have and how to prioritize them. All right, the first place that I'd love for you to save after your 401k or your 403b at work is to contribute to a Roth IRA. After maxing out a workplace plan, your next step is determining if you qualify for a Roth IRA. Now, Megan didn't specify whether her account is traditional or Roth, but if you qualify for a Roth IRA, that's where your next retirement dollars should go because it's so easy to pair with a workplace plan. For 2023, the IRA contribution limit is up to $6,500 or 7,500 if you're over 50. A Roth IRA is an excellent investment account because it's available to anyone with earned income, and that includes minors who have a a job with earned income and seniors. With a Roth IRA, you never have any required distributions in retirement, but your withdrawals are entirely tax-free because you pay tax upfront on your contributions. Plus, you can withdraw those contributions, but not the earnings, without tax or without an early withdrawal penalty. That's why so many people use a Roth IRA for other things besides retirement, like saving for college or other long-term financial goals. But the downside to a Roth IRA is There are income limits that can reduce or even eliminate your ability to contribute in the first place. When your modified adjusted gross income or MAGI falls in certain ranges, you can have a Roth IRA but not max it out. So you can contribute less than the maximum. And when you have MAGI above those ranges, it makes you ineligible to contribute at all. So let's go through what those ranges are. They vary by your tax filing status. If you're a single taxpayer or head of household, that range is 138000 to 153000 So basically, if you make above 153000 that's the point where where as a single person or head of household, you become ineligible to contribute to a Roth IRA. Now, if you're married and you file jointly, that range is 218,000 to 228,000. So again, if your household income when you're married filing jointly is over 228,000, that's when both of you are ineligible for a Roth IRA. And if you're married filing separately, the range is 0 to 10,000. So basically, if you make above 10,000, you're ineligible. So so, for the majority of people who are married filing separately, they are ineligible for a Roth IRA. Note that, unlike a Roth IRA, a Roth 401k or a Roth 403b does not have income limits. Also, if you missed episode number 757, it's called Roth IRA versus Roth 401k, 10 Differences Investors Should Know. That's a great show if you want to dive deeper into the Roth topic. All right, after you consider a Roth IRA, the next best place to invest for retirement is to contribute to a traditional IRA. So unlike a Roth IRA, a traditional IRA has no income limits, making it an excellent choice when you're a high earner. So a traditional IRA is the next best place to save for retirement after that 401k gets maxed. With traditional accounts, you make pre-tax contributions, giving you an upfront tax deduction in the current year. That is the case even if you don't itemize deductions on your tax return. However, when your MAGI, your Modified Adjusted Gross Income, falls in phase out ranges, your traditional IRA deductions get reduced when you also participate in a workplace retirement plan. And when your MAGI exceeds the limit for your tax filing status, contributions to a traditional IRA are allowed but become non-deductible when you also participate in a workplace plan. So let's review what those are. Uh, If you're single and you're covered by a workplace plan, when your income is between 73,000 to 83,000 that's where you're going to have a reduced deduction of contributions and if you earn more than 83,000, that's at the point where none of your traditional IRA contributions will be deductible when you also have that workplace retirement plan. If you're married filing jointly, the range is 116,000 to 136,000, and married filing separately is 0 to 10,000. Additionally, if you're not covered by a workplace retirement plan, but your spouse is, the phase-out range for deducting your traditional IRA contributions is a bit higher. It's 218000 to 228000 So to clarify, you can still contribute to or max out a workplace plan and a traditional IRA in the same year, no matter how much you earn. But you may not get the full tax benefit on those IRA contributions.
0: infection including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to.
2: Emerge as you. Learn more about tremphia, including important safety information, at com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed tremphia, cost support may be available.
1: Money Girl is sponsored by Claritin. If you're like me and you suffer from allergies, you know this time of year can be pretty rough. There's a lot of sneezing, itchy eyes, congestion, and they can really hold you back from living the life you wanna live. Luckily for those with allergies, All right, the third best place to invest is to open a self-employed retirement account. Of course, this only applies if you are self-employed. So if you do any freelance work or you run a business on the side of a day job where you participate in a 401k, you can also have a self-employed retirement plan. The most popular ones are the Solo 401k and a SEP IRA. I have a SEP IRA and they allow you to contribute much more each year than with an IRA or a 401k. If you have business income, the 2023 maximum for either the solo 401k or SEP IRA is up to $66,000. However, unlike SEP IRAs, solo 401ks do allow catch-up contributions. So that gives those over age 50 a maximum contribution of 73,500. Note that the total includes your workplace contributions. For instance, if you're under 50 and you max out a 401k by contributing 22,500, you could put up to 43,500 in a solo 401k if you have that much business income. So I got to 43,500 by taking the 66,000 limit. And subtracting out what you put in the 401k, the 22,500, what you're left with is 43,500. So is it, you know, if you had that much business income, you could contribute that much to a self-employed plan. That's a really excellent way for entrepreneurs who max out a regular 401k at their day job to save even more for retirement. Okay, moving on to the fourth place to save after you max out a workplace plan is to use a health savings account, or HSA. So after exhausting your retirement account options, the next best place to save is that health savings account, or HSA. But if you listen to Money Girl, you know that there's a little catch there because it's only available when you have a high-deductible HSA-eligible health plan. So you could get that on your own, or you could get that eligible plan through work. It doesn't matter. If you do qualify, the 2023 contribution limits have gone up. It's $3,850 when you have an individual health policy. So if if it's just you on the plan. But if you've got a family plan, you can contribute up to $7,750 to an HSA. And remember that HSA contributions are tax deductible and you can invest them for tax-free growth. And then you get to withdraw them at any time to pay or even reimburse yourself for a broad range of eligible health care expenses on a tax-free basis. And those funds turn into something similar to a retirement account. After age 65, if you still have money in an HSA, you can even spend it on non-medical expenses. You do have to pay tax on those withdrawals, but you don't have to pay any additional penalties for using them for non-medical expenses. Number five, invest using a taxable brokerage account. A taxable brokerage account is the next best place to save after you max out various retirement accounts and an HSA if you're eligible. While a taxable account obviously doesn't cut your taxes, it is incredibly flexible because you can tap it before age 59 and a half for any reason and without penalty. Plus, you can choose from many different investments like Stocks, bonds, exchange-traded funds, index funds, and mutual funds. Unlike a retirement account, you pay capital gains tax on brokerage withdrawals. And that could be much lower than ordinary income taxes, which is the rate you have to pay for distributions from a traditional retirement account. Some investing firms offer tailored portfolios based on your timeline, your financial goals, and your risk tolerance, making it really easy to diversify. Number six, make non-deductible contributions. So once you reach your annual 401k contribution limit, you may be able to make non-deductible or after-tax contributions if your plan allows it. For 2023, the total you can put in a 401k is $66,000. So let's say you max out a 401k by contributing 22,500 this year. And let's say your employer adds 5,000 in matching funds, giving you a total of 27,500 in the account. You may be able to make additional after-tax contributions of $38,500 to get to the plan's overall annual limit. So I took $66,000, which is the, the total limit, subtracting out what you already put in, twenty-seven dollars to get to that uh, additional amount of thirty-eight dollars Now, again, that's only if your plan allows it. Any after-tax funds you have in the account grow tax-deferred, and you can withdraw them Uh, without taxes or penalties. However, if you're younger than 59 and a half, withdrawing any earnings on those contributions would be subject to tax plus an additional 10% early withdrawal penalty. Again, not every employer offers an additional after-tax option, so check with your plan summary document for more details or ask your benefits administrator. It may be a good option if you want your investments to grow tax-deferred for retirement instead of using a taxable brokerage account. Number seven, purchase an annuity. Another account that allows you to invest more for retirement when you don't want to use a taxable brokerage account is an annuity. Like tax-advantaged accounts, they allow your money to grow tax-deferred. However, Unlike a traditional retirement account, you don't get an upfront tax deduction for annuity contributions. Plus, you typically can't access an annuity until age 59 and a half without paying surrender charges and taxes. There are many types of annuities like fixed, indexed, and variable. For instance, fixed annuities pay a fixed return that doesn't change over time. That can be attractive if you're nearing or in retirement. Indexed annuities promise returns based on an index like the S&P 500. And variable annuities offer a range of investment options that can lose money. So the bottom line is that annuities can be complex products and come with relatively high fees. So you wanna make sure that you are working with a reputable person, a reputable agent um, before putting your money into an annuity. And here's a bonus tip. Once you've maxed out your 401k and other tax-advantaged accounts, an excellent next step may be paying off high-interest debt if you have it, like credit cards. While paying off debt doesn't grow your money, it still gives you an impressive return. For instance, if you're paying 18% APR to a card issuer, eliminating that debt gives you an instant 18% return after taxes, which is pretty darn impressive. To sum up, if you're like Megan and max out a workplace retirement plan, you're well on your way to a comfortable retirement. But if you regularly put extra money toward one or more of the additional options I covered here, you'll have a cushy financial future. Megan, thanks again for your question. If you have a money question or a topic suggestion, I'd love to hear it. Email me or leave me a voice message at 302-364-0308. And when you visit lauradadams.com, you'll find my contact page and learn more about my work, books, and money classes. Be sure to follow Money Girl on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts, so you automatically get each new weekly episode. It comes out every Wednesday. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week. Until then, here's to living a richer life. Money Girl is a quick and dirty tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Steve Rickyberg with editing by Adam Cecil. Our podcast and advertising operations specialist is Morgan Christensen. Our digital operations specialist is Holly Hutchins. Our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin. And our intern is Cameron Lacey. I won't let my active psoriatic
2: arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. Tremfya (guselkumab) is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection 6 times a year after two starter doses at week 0 and 4.
0: Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremfya may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if-